So, where were we? Oh yeah, 2023, in the dumpster, with LA's Russian mob trying to kill our detectives. Don't sound like a good day to me. Ah! Whoa! Oh, hi guys. Fun and games. Screw that! That looks like a nasty bruise, real painful. How did you get it? How do you think? Do not touch those edges. They have molecular acid on them. Eat your hands right off. Guys, can I help? You got a welding torch? I've got a nail file. Here, Chris, hold this. Hey, Alex, how come you're carrying all that stuff? It's standard in my escape pack, along with other useful stuff. Such as? Guns, explosives. You know, all the stuff an action girl like me needs for day to day. Oh, I might have some lipstick in there somewhere at the bottom. Jeez, Alex! So this lipstick will fix my lips and blow us up? Hey, are you sure your super-sized gun package will actually fit through the hole? What? These little old pop guns? Fit through most spaces I can get through. Oh, let me see. The latest for bad girls this year is, wait, a matching flechette combined with the new black fully automatic. Goes well with knife shoes, a good divorce lawyer, and a fast car. It's all the late in Paris, you know. <laughs> well, I think it's gone well so far. We wouldn't be in this dumpster if I didn't have it. Yeah, there is that. Can't be denied. Oh, any perfume in that bag of death? Here, what's this? Oh. It's not explosive, is it? Probably. Geez, don't think so. Let me see. Uh, pepper spray, some thermite, starter caps, a couple of flares, one thunder flash, and oh, what's this? Uh, I forgot my super glue. <laughs> Look, Sharrow, <laughs> we may really stink, but uh, at least we're not full of lead. Yeah, there's that. Now. Let's get out of this rat trap. Alex, use your boot. Huh, that works. I hope we got most of those bastards. Otherwise, it's gonna get real messy. Meh, what's new? Let's follow the walls. That way, I can shoot out the lights. We can still go around. Stay low, behind the pillars, not the cars, okay? So, I've got what I need. What tools did you guys pick up? Uh, let me see. I've got the old VP7S and some ammo. Chris, have you got anything? 
Like, grab that old gun in the safe. Looks kind of scary. Don't look at me like that. Look, I had a boyfriend who used to shoot. He showed me a few things. This, for instance. A PA of many talents. I don't remember seeing that on your resume. Chris, this isn't your fight. Get away while you can. Like hell, it's not my fight. I've been with you guys all along. I'm light on ammo, and the flechette has only got one more round. So we'll only get one chance, and that's it. Yeah, one chance is all we need. With that gun, we can kick their asses. Julius, Stay low. Left. I'll give you guys some cover. Okay, boss. Watch out. There's one cover. on the left. Over by the door. Shit. Ugh, they got me in the leg. Alex, get down. I'll try to take a look at you. Shero, don't move. They have you. I'll deal with it. Chris, go now. Get out while you can. Use the door behind the lift. Cheryl, not having much luck with his wound. I'll get over behind that pillar. Cover me. Guys, you can't win. There were too many of them. Get out. Chris, go to Maria's mother's place. Get Maria. Take the emergency bag I left with her. There's money and new passports. We'll sort this. Cheryl, I'm ready to move. I need that car now. Okay, go. Alex, I'm out, running on empty. Okay, I'm screwed. Need to deal with these bastards. Mildred's coming out to play. Shit, Alex. I think you cleared them out. Uh, tear my shirt. Stuff it in here. And here, try and slow the bleeding. I'm feeling really faint. Okay, it's as tight as I want to make it. We need to get you to a hospital immediately. I don't think I can hang on much longer. Shut up, of course you can. Cheryl, get out of here. Sorry, no way I'm leaving you. Think we're good now, can't see anymore. Oh shit. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Cheryl, we had a good run. But it has to end sometime. I'm gonna miss you. So, you're on the ground and in the dust. Well, hold on to your panties. We ain't done yet. This tall tale is more twists than a rattlesnake under a horse's hoof. Now I know what you're thinking. Not much of a story if the lead characters get rubbed out straight away. It's gonna be kinda short. Damn it, I might have to buy this barfly fella another drink just to keep his attention. Like I said, they just walked into this bar in 2075 how the hell does that work? What kind of cockamamie story is this? Well, this is where the evil mad scientists come in. You know you've got to have a few of those, right? Wouldn't be much of a sci-fi without them. We'll need rubber gloves, bunsen burners, and, and all that kind of kinky shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you betcha. So let's get to it. Cue bad guys and surgical gloves. Did the board agree to indigo blue? We really need to be moving to the next protocol stage. Time is short on this, you understand? Well, I explained the extensive cross-referencing we have been doing, and also used the threat of the Chinese team's efforts, but they still appear reluctant to make a positive decision. These constant delays are insufferable. Do you understand that the sponsor is getting restless? Do you realize the risks for both of us? Look, it's not easy, the protocols. They have checks and balances. I can't simply wander in and circumvent all the procedures. We simply cannot take such a leap. What if Indigo Blue does not behave as planned? It could start an epidemic. This nanotechnology is very powerful, and with that power comes responsibilities. You don't think I fully understand the consequences of impetuous action. I can reassure you that all safety protocols will be followed. I must say I'm getting tired of your constant whining. Look, we have a level 4 lab, the best tech, the best operatives, and a very rich sponsor. Do you think I would be risking my career on an off chance? Worst case, if this does not work, we'll freeze them, ship the corpsicles to deep space, problem solved. We lay low, publish a couple of papers on, say, a different subject to cover our tracks. It will take years to find them, even if they were looking. There is zero risk. I don't know. I have to think about this. I don't like this informational genetic hack. Live viruses? Add in the nanotech and it just gives me the creeps. You of all people should know how it could replicate and spread. Attenuation is not going to be effective in this case. Hell, shooting them wouldn't be good enough. You'd have to completely disassemble. I cannot authorize this. Mice, yes. Monkeys, maybe. But human test subjects at this early stage? It's too much. I see, Chadwell. Given my sponsor, we will have to reconsider all options. Look, you know I don't like physical meetings. It's risky. This had better be good, O'Brien. I wouldn't be here unless it was absolutely necessary. So, what are the issues? Chadwell has raised ethical issues with the project board. He is now blocking human trials. We have no option than to go off-piste, and that comes with costs and benefits. Benefits? Let's say we can be more ambitious after all. We have nothing to lose now. We can move straight into serum tests on, say, recently traumatized. If we get to the bodies no more than two hours after the trauma, the protocol should be able to repair the damage and then instigate cell-level genetic repair. It will be a very solid test of the full capacities of the nanomachines. So, what about medical records, the bodies, and the relatives notwithstanding? We get them marked as deceased, and then move to disposal after the tests. We just substitute dummies for cremation. My thought is to flick them out to the belt in a black boat, in a low-energy orbit. No one is going to be looking there. We can shortcut the procedure by years. Hmm. Downside. Cost. But I was led to believe that that was not an issue in this case. Think of the personal benefits. The cancer, whilst in check, will come back eventually. This offers you a way out. Once we confirm on the test subjects, I can move to your treatment within months. Okay. 
Proceed, O'Brien. But if anything happens, and I mean anything, the nearest hint of trouble, cutoffs will be enacted. Do you understand? Yes. I think I do. Well then, Doctor. On that basis, until we meet next, good day to you. So, you ever seen a body? I guess not. Well, it's usually kind of peaceful. Like someone sleeping. Of course, after a firefight, there is trauma and blood and shit. That kind of thing. It can get messy. Either way, it's weird if you look in their eyes. That's why they close them. Now, back to our heroes. They're definitely all corpsified. Strangely, though, this might actually be their lucky day. A combination of corrupt morticians and dodgy scientists sometimes has a good outcome. Next of kin for both candidates is stated as a Miss Chris Finch of Flat 5, 20 Renwick Avenue. Apparently, the deceased are listed as owning a small private investigation agency. I looked up their accounts, both distressed. The agency is also debt heavy, so I don't see a large and influential client base being an issue. There is also a registered court action for unpaid rent on a small office. Yes, thank you, buyers. They look like good candidates. What is their current biological age? This one, a Miss May, is 55, and the other is 57. I hope they are not too old? No, that is ideal for the serum. Mid-range for the tests. Can you please expedite removal from this facility? Time is definitely of the essence. Please charge any cost to my account, Dr. Byers. Is it too much to ask that the records be altered to show that they were cremated, given that they are deceased? Well, that is highly irregular, Doctor. Yes, my friend. Highly irregular, but potentially profitable. Hmm, how profitable? A good holiday profitable. You and your lovely wife. You look tired. You could do with a long holiday. Off-world, perhaps? The lower gravity would do you a world of good. Okay, but let's get it done quickly. I will move them out overnight. Can you ensure that they are ready to receive the bodies? Oh yes, Dr. Byers. I can definitely give them a warm reception. bags and prepare them for surgery by placing them in the autodocs. Okay, I am now preparing five milliliters of nanite serum. Okay, the first repair protocol has started. Doctor, how long will stage one take? Well, from my previous charts and as you can see, they have significant trauma across large parts of their bodies. There are two bullet wounds on Cadaver 1, and three on Cadaver 2. My estimate is that the cellular repair will take at least a week. But how will you keep the existing cells alive? Good question. That is an issue, but it's a combination of keeping the metabolic rates very low. Like those frogs that can survive freezing. And more significantly, the nanomachines will transport oxygen. They receive their energy from the fluid that you can see traveling through the chambers now. Oh, so, so what about the neural functions? 
neural functions. Hmm. Well, we will record the current state, but the nanoprobes will repair damaged connections by inference. They should wake up with better memory functions than before. The processors attached to the autodox plus the server farm will direct their actions via signaling factory. Could you hand me the micro resonance scanner? So, as you can see on the scanner, we have cellular level control. Once the basic cell stitching and replacement is done, we set the nanoprobes to repair back to a clean slate. We also remove any senescent cells. I believe this could be rejuvenated. What happens after they wake up? Well, that's not going to happen. Oh? I have arranged for deep cryogenics and a long journey out of the system. You see, we haven't yet found a way to remove the nanites after the procedure. So, they have the potential to contaminate the biome. We cannot release them. And we might want to study long-duration spaceflight on these experimental subjects. They're going on a long, long trip to nowhere. This episode was written and directed by Melanie Blizzard. The voices you have heard were Helen Ekendayo playing Alex, Cecilia Girard playing Sharo, Priya Shah playing Chris and Doily, Robert Gettens playing Slim, Gunter, Stan and Whitlow, Gabriel King playing Barata and Chadwell, Lillian Dow playing O'Brien, Barry Hanworth playing Sokolov, the title song is by Melanie Blizzard and Parker Burke. We thank you for your Patreon support, which makes this program possible and builds an exciting future.